Hi Don. Hello Matthew. Uh, hi Car. Nice motorbike. Well, yeah. Welcome to episode 8 of the Hot Dinner Podcast. Yeah, I'm very, very pleased to be here. First, First one in the flesh. First one in real life. Touch you. Oh, that's nice. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, very ugly in real life, I must add. Yeah. you got the biggest nose I've ever mm. seen. Yeah, thank you very much. Sounds straight in there yeah. with that. Uh, Dan, what type of motorway driver are you? I've oh, got, I've got options, five please. options. I've got the middle lane Dosser. Yes. I've got 70 all the way, overtake as necessary, but always return to the left lane. I've got cocky fast lane, but moving over when someone fast or bullying comes behind. Yeah. Cocky fast lane, don't let anyone through, bully people, which I'm going to presume you're not that one. Yeah. And then just a floater, so kind of like you do a bit of undertaking, but try and make it as little illegal as possible. No, I, d- I don't. I try not to undertake. Oh, whenever see, I see, yeah. And um, what's so probably the first one, a bit of a dosser. No, you're, ca- you're a middle lane person. I, I imagine people you, like you, you or what? Me. You know when the motorways do bunch up a little bit and then yeah. bunch, that's because of people like you. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, well, sometimes when I'm when I'm concentrating a bit more, you'll go into I'll the fast go, lane. Go into the left lane. The left lane. Left I'll lane. take go it slower. Yeah. I think I'm seventy all the way now. I used to be fast lane. Non-bullier. Yeah, the worst people, uh, people oh, like goes out saying in the fast lane, yeah. going up behind people, flashing the lights. Those people deserve to crash, yeah. and they're like a fatal crash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah, I don't do. think that's too controversial. It's not. It's no. like a self-inflicted death penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was, I want to ask another question. What's your least favourite road? Um, least favourite road? Um... Do you know what? The part, like my least favourite road is the part of the M62 with roadworks on now. It makes me feel sick. I had to drive there every morning. Oh, in, on the way to Liverpool? No, on the way to um, Birchwood, Warrington, where oh. my, my job was. Yeah. Drive there every morning, roadworks. Uh, no. Well, you should just get the train. That's what it's there for. It's roadworks, a, a secret ploy for getting people to do the train. Yeah, I've not got... I've not got the money, sorry. All right. Um, my least favourite road, thanks for asking, is uh, <laughs> is the road that goes round the east side of Lake Windermere. God awful. What? Are you joking? It's awful. I've went on that. It's was horrible. On that. Well, it's me, and, me and you have just been in the Lake Districts on yeah, two it's separate horrible. occasions. It's the so A580 not... is what it is, I think. To be fair, I wasn't driving and it did seem scary. It's horrible. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. But it's nice. It's nice not looking. nice at all. It's just trees. Yeah. Better than motorway driving. No, than that. Right, fine, whatever. Yeah, you know, well, it's over. Not yeah. bothered. Not bothered, mate. No. My name's John Vera, and I'll fight the roughest man in the country. There you go. There you go. Come to Darlington, and I'll fight anyone. Guns and knives. We'll chuck it in as well, mate. I've heard we've got another sponsor anyway. Is that true? Uh, yeah. The podcast. Well, they've been do, loving us doing a lot better now. Yeah. Mm. They've been so. absolutely jumping on the bandwagon a bit, but you know, they're paying us forty pounds each again, which is nice <laughs> of them. Yeah, so let's get that played. Coming to a housing estate near you, the latest innovation from the brains here at Calum Industries. We present to you the all-new and improved scrap metal. Now in three new flavours: aluminium, black currant, and jealousy. 
Gone are the days where your street corners were clean and free of dangerous, tasty metal. Now your streets will be littered with iron bars and bespoke door handles. Perfect if your hobbies include battering both children and nonces, flattening them and turning them into a 19th century style oak door. But the madness does not end there. Due to the patented technology we have here at Calum Industries, our scrap metal has the unique property of being able to be folded down into your pocket and being taken wherever you like. This means you don't have to miss out on any of your scrapping adventures when you're at the beach, at the circus, or even when you're in Holland and Barrett. Yes, buy our brand new multi-purpose scrap metal today to make sure you don't miss out on any of that sweet, sweet honey mum was going to give you. That's Caleb Industries' brand new multi-purpose sweet and sticky scrap metal. Buy today to avoid chafing. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, yeah, thank scrap you, Scrap metal. Who knew it could be so... So versatile. So wanted and needed. <laughs> it's £40 we got for that, was it? Yeah, that's... Yeah, gone straight. Friendly bargain. Straight in the back pocket. <laughs> Have you got any questions you want to ask me, Dan? Um... I do actually. I've got one genuine, genuine question for you, Ian Matthew. If you were in a burning building, right? Nice, <laughs> nice spot, yeah. And there was a big, like, wooden log, like, blocking the only way out. Yeah. Like, just big, massive wooden logs. Not on fire yet. Would you, would you use your massive teeth to gnaw your way out? <laughs> <laughs> just, I just wondered that. Uh, I don't think they're that massive, but yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I just, you know, if, if you're in a fire, it's it's just fate. Yeah. You know, if fate wanted you there, I probably shouldn't say that. That's a bit, yeah. I mean, just for me, I deserved yeah. it. Um, no, I wouldn't want to know for you. It's probably less pleasurable than burning to death. <laughs> what, eating wood? Yeah. Well, it's really getting really hot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your answer. Yeah. No, thank, thank you. Good evening, my fellow Romeo Ramblers, and welcome to the Alpha Romeo Club for Dangerous Lads. This week, we're visiting the disgusting town of Birmingham, for some reason. I promise if my baby Alpha gets as much as a dirty look thrown towards it, I'll personally close down every shop on the high street and replace them with a turkey farm. Sorry sorry for my, um, that was a bit of a, bit of a unneeded outburst there, my muscular men. I've just got some um, deep-rooted stress with these, this grubby little town. I think it all started when um, I came up here with my family a few years ago. We were tearing up the M6 in the uh, Julieta, Mumford & Sons playing on a very reasonable volume on the stereo, and I was riding high on that Alpha Thrill. <laughs> we were visiting my sister-in-law and my nephew, Ryan. You know, I'd obviously rather have dropped off the family lamb had taken Miss Julietta for a weekend-long weekend, weekend spin round Coventry. But, <laughs> but alas, apparently it was more important to the wife for me to spend some quality time with her family, and she would also lamp me and biff my baby darling Romeo if I didn't come. So, to avoid the black eye and an insurance claim, I reluctantly went along. Right from the start, though, I could tell this was a bad idea. My wife's sister made us a truly awful fish pie for dinner and then suggested I take her son out in the Alpha. 
I don't think I hid the grimace on my face very well as the wife jabbed me with a fork into my thigh shortly after. So I agreed, okay, I'll take him round the estate. I think, now, I think you'll all believe me if I said this was nothing short of hell. The little nerd didn't know the first thing about how to fix a carburetor, and he actually thought that Christian Bale was the founder of Alfa Romeo. I mean, hello! (laughs) What are they teaching these kids in schools? I half expected him to say Alfa Romeo wasn't the best Polish car producer at the minute. (laughs) Gee willikers. Anyway, this stupid prick was messing around the whole trip around this sorry estate, not paying any attention to the handling performance or listening to the purr of the two-litre adventure box revving under the hood. I lost it when he opened up the glove box and started going through my insurance details. They're in order for a reason, and I didn't want his sweaty palms all over them. I leaned over and grabbed them off him, but he was being a tosser. He wouldn't let me have them back. I was getting, a, getting irate, as I think you can, um, you can tell by my voice. So much so that um, I veered off the road and strayed into a vicar's front garden. Thankfully, the Alpha's trusty airbags deployed, so I had no injuries apart from minor whiplash. <laughs> I, I almost wish they hadn't been so effective just to see that idiot child get his comeuppance. Anyway, it, um, it sent me into severe panic attack when I saw the damage and the wife's beating didn't help when I got back. All in all, it cost me £6,000 in repairs and therapy. So I'm sorry if I'm feeling a bit, um, a bit uneasy presenting tonight. Like, so we've gone, a bit off, yeah, we've gone a bit off topic there. I apologise for that. Um, I think it's time to introduce our guest speaker for tonight. He's been a member since 2003 ever since leaving his crazy train mode of transport behind. Since then, he's never been paranoid that he's driving a bad car. Gentlemen of the bucket seats, please welcome local madman and carpenter, Ozzy Osbourne. All right, rockers and lasers, I presume you all know me. I'm Aston's very own hard rocker. I'm here to tell you about my affinity for the Alfa Romeo and more particularly the Alfetta model. <laughs> at the end of my career with the Sabbath in 1979, I was living out of this car and going through a harsh addiction to reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a deep dark place <laughs> with hope that reading the Bible may help me. The God of Metal to resurrect as the genuine Jesus Christ. Shortly after finishing the last page, my expectations became all very true. I heard a knock on the door. It was me future wife, Sharon. Sharon. With an Alfred Mayo key in her held in her teeth, like a rose. A bottle of champagne and a 7.30 booking to LA's famous Bat Kebab House. <laughs> We sped to the kebab house in 15 minutes. The Alpha was a great car. <laughs> Can yucks. <laughs> and Shannon had two devil horns attached to it. <laughs> Each wing mirror and a bumper sticker eating. Drive. <laughs> Cow <Cal> Welsh. <laughs> Drive with care. Father of metal on board. The back kebab house was splendid. On top of this, it was the only place in the States that sold Carlsberg. 
the kebab house. I just twinned up the pub in Everton, Merseyside, and Carlsberg was part of the deal. We had a stunning night together, then drove home after with bellies full of bat and Carlsberg. It was a Friday night in LA and the roads were packed. I had the genius idea that we divert the car onto the LA Metro Rail system, and it was at this moment I started scrolling the lyrics to Crazy Train. The rest, as they say, was fucking yesterday. <laughs> I'm here today because I'm trying to get Alpha to bring the Alpha signature model out as a special edition. The Alpha the Mayo Blizzard of Oz. Please sign the pamphlet on the way out if you'd like to support me. Thank you very much. I'm going to go back to the car because Sharon's waiting for me. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is your voice all right after that? It's fine, after yeah. That, that tour of tour of the <laughs> British Isles. <laughs> it's the accent shootout is what it was. I just wanted to, you know, I can do them all. Because I, I, when I impersonate Ozzy Osbourne, I don't have to be more Birmingham or just more fucked, you know what I mean? It's, it's a hard line it's a, to, yeah, it's a hard balance to hard get balance. right. Jaws, how the condition, no matter how the condition people, your jaws, boom, 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 yeah. They're just flying about. You've got a night job works here. Sharks will have a look at me and think, yeah, I know how to do them. You punch them right in the fucking ear hole and they swim off. So, I want to hear the question that I had. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Let me hit you with this. Has your bad breath ever made someone physically recoil from you or are people that you talk to more polite than I am? Um... I'm very self-conscious about my if I ever have bad breath, which so, is yeah, so much. Which is quite rare. I always have chewy, so when I do, I'll just kind of like speak like yes, yeah, so, yeah, speak out, speak out your nose, don't yeah. open my mouth, or just go, yeah, so uh, and just do kind of that, yeah, like what like like footballers how they talk, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's totally, I, yeah. I thought it was a great game and uh, <laughs> what, 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 what went well was um. We scored a goal. What one didn't go so well was um, we didn't score another one, um, like that. Yeah, that's like. What about yourself, Raheem Sterling? Yeah. What about myself? Um, no, nah, I never have bad breath. What are you talking about? Even after those wraps. Mm, <laughs> yum yum yum. The McDonald's stink wrap. <laughs> awful, 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 awful. Um, yeah, anyone who eats McDonald's, you're a loser. No, no, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> a stinky loser. Fast food, awful. I hate it. Yeah. I was driving yes. on the M62 <laughs> on Friday. Let me let me tell you this, Dan. Let me tell you, let me tell you this, right? Uh, and I was stuck in the traffic for four hours. Like, Why? And I thought the pandemic just erased all traffic. Yeah. I thought it just wasn't a thing anymore. But it was. And I, the, I saw five crashes. People just kind of head in hands like, oh. Fucked it. <laughs> fucked it. Uh, but then I was going to have tea at home, but I didn't get home till like seven. And I just was so hungry in my car. And I just had to stop and have a subway. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And so, was, I hate so, it. I hate subway. It's the so, worst thing yeah, in the world. I agree. It's rubbish. It all tastes exactly the same. Eight pound it cost me <clears throat> for a foot long. And, and I know that people argue and say, well, it's only shit because you make the sandwich yourself. Why don't you make something good? <laughs> no, it's all it's but bad it's quality. Rubbish. The bread's awful. It's rubbish. Who else did I see at the uh, subway? There's loads of people wearing masks, but like just not over the nose. Yeah, so it's like, what's the point? Fickles. <laughs> um, 
And then just like, it's, it, it's Hearts Head Services, which is probably one of the worst <clears throat> services in the world. I don't know where that is. Is that in the M62? Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's got KFC, Burger King, Subway. It's nothing I've got value there. No. Right, I could either have Subway. There's nothing in Burger King. <laughs> Burger King's about 20 quid yeah, as K- well. Yeah, KFC's awful. Yeah. Um, it's just a bad experience, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I had my first, yeah, I had my first KFC the other week as well. Well, not first First, first one ever. <laughs> first one for about a year. It's shite. It is, yeah. It's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> it's rubbish. Fried chicken, it's loser food. No, I mean, fried chicken's nice. Let's not... Okay. Come on. Well, like ch- fried chicken wings. So you, you're, well, are you still vegetarian? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'll eat loads of meat. I'll just uh, eat venison. <laughs> just just raw, hum- raw deer. Human flesh. Straight, straight out of Raby Castle. <laughs> I've never made a chicken Kiev in my life. You've got to start somewhere, haven't you? you always got to start somewhere. That's what you can do, Tell. Yeah. Uh, 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 how do you make none of these things? Check. What have you got for me, Dan? Well, actually, oh, this is a bit a bit personal. This story, so I hope, I hope the listeners are ready for a, a rip ride of emotions here. Because I was, um, is that okay? Is that okay it's to fine disclose? By me. Yeah. Um, like you'll be pleased to know after the um, the death, recent death of my wife, <laughs> that I've, I've been going went on a date. Actually, I was like, you know, quite excited to get back out there. You know. Meet new people, just see what's going on, yeah. And so I'd on you know, on, on Tinder messaging this um this girl for the past few weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going quite well. She's um laughing at all my jokes, you know. Which you know, it's always always nice to nice to see. All gone really well. So, you know, decided let's we'll go out for a drink, that'll be that'll be nice. We to make managed to make up just this nice in a nice pub in Liverpool. That was nice, yeah. <laughs> um, so God, got, I'm, in, I'm intrigued so far. Wow, what a story! Got to the day. Got to the. I'll speed it up a bit. Got mm. to the. I was get, getting quite nervous and pacing up and down outside my house, just like, just reciting. You're a champion. You're a winner. Hopefully, this this last doesn't think you're a minger. <laughs> over and over again. You're a champion. You're a winner. Hopefully, the last doesn't think you're a minger. You're a champion. You're a winner. You know. You get the gist. I still seemed to calm me down a bit. I got on the bus on the way into town. Um, took a seat right next to the bus driver, you know, like like I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, halfway through, the bus picked up a jackal. <laughs> Three witches. <laughs> which, right, looking back now, were bad omens, really, weren't they? But, you know, I didn't let it bother me. Pra- practiced a bit of small talk in my mm. head, you know what I mean? So, yeah, got to the, um, got to the pub. Um, and the la- the last had texted me. She's uh, running a- running a bit late, so um, I-, I ordered a nice nice pint of German lager. Very nice, yum yum yum. <laughs> and, but uh, so I was sat just sat at the bar, and about half an hour passed, and still wasn't there. No text or anything. And like I, said, I didn't want to come off as like you know a bit clingy, so I left it left it a bit. Um, <laughs> get ordered another drink, but um, you know. Didn't want to get too drunk, so in between um, sips, I practiced um, holding my breath for as long as I can. You know, you know that could come in handy. That skill, but this waiting, you know, it lasted for another half an hour. 
So I came to the realisation I'd uh, been stood up. It's a bit sad, really, isn't it? Yeah. You've been stood up the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for a long stand, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, just hunched over the bar, uh-huh. you know, sitting sad, really, really sorry for myself. Reading through all the texts, wondering, where's it gone wrong? <laughs> Where has it gone Where's wrong? it gone wrong? Like, you see, look at this, but it's not that funny, really, is it, this story? No, it's, it's quite, it's quite, it's shite, so it's quite sad. It's quite sad. Quite sad and a bit, I don't know why, yeah. But it get, I, honestly... It's going to lift off it's now, It's going to lift it? off. Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. so I was about to go, finishing off my pint, get this, get this nice little tap, tap, tap on my shoulder. I had a, like a mer- mermin sheeperish, sheep, not sheeperish, sheeperish? <laughs> sheepish hello. And at this point, I'm like... I can't be bothered. Didn't want to talk to anyone. Wasn't in the mood. But you know, t- turned around and um, standing there behind me, none other than Steve Bruce. No, I don't know how to go on, mate. Um, but you, but you thought you were getting stood up, didn't you? Then you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, obviously. I didn't have a clue what was going on. I was I was confused. I didn't. I thought I'd been stood up, and now fucking Steve Bruce is just talking to me. Steve Con Bruce. Steve Con Bruce. <laughs> but you know, to be fair, to Steve, you try to explain explain a bit what was going on. Yeah, you know, I've, 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 I think I've got some explain to do. Like, um, so, <laughs> so you know that guy just lets you been talking so. Past few weeks, um, yeah, that was me. Like um, things, things going and getting a bit boring up in Newcastle. So um, I thought I'd spice it up a bit and uh, try out the dating game. Surely, surely you can understand that, Sam, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at this part, I, was like, I, I didn't know what to think. I was just dazed by the whole situation. So I just let him let him talk and nod my head to whatever he was saying. Like. Well, you know, obviously, like I expect you, I expect quite quite upset, like, but um, all that and all that, because um, I have I have quite catfished you quite good here, like, but um, please give me a chance, John. You know, I know a wee little boy like you would never go for a big big fucking hunk like me, you know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um. I was I really, really, really wanted to try and do it. Please, please let me show you what you can do, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was I, like sitting, sitting there. I was really still quite fucked off. You know, I can they, they played me through a bit of a dickhead. But you know, stood stood there in the light, the dimly lit bar. You know, looking particularly both hunky and gorgeous. So I thought I'd give him a chance. You know. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. We chatted for a few hours. And do you know what, Matthew? It was beautiful. It's, I, could, I really, just, really like him. We just clicked, <laughs> you know. Like, obviously, um, talked a bit, talked about his time as leader of the Steve Bruce Red and White Army, you know. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Um, but we mainly talked about his um, award-winning bolognese recipe. <laughs> You know, it's sounding magic. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm go. I'm actually going second date round this to try it soon. So, um, we'll see how see how that goes. Hopefully, that get, goes well. Bruced, Bruce, yeah. Get some Steve. I mean, it's hot pint of Steve. 
You know, I just didn't want the night to end, to be honest. Um, I've forgotten all about him being a catfish and everything. Um, his, his eyes were just magic eyes sucking me in. His aura was outrageous. <laughs> no, it was time to go home. I walked him to the walked him to the station, and you know, under the um, under the light of the train driver's tab, oh man, <laughs> shared kiss. <laughs> yeah, I'm very pleased. You're that done. was my. Yeah, it's a good kiss, good snog. No, just not a snog, just oh, a just little Geordie kiss. Yeah, Geordie, Geordie kiss, hench kiss on the mouth. Nice, um, yeah. So that was my um, my last day. Your new romance. Your new romance. So when's your bolognese date happening? Um, next Friday, I think. Right. Yeah, sounds right. All right, it's jealous. <laughs> jealous. Where does he live now? Oh, he, he still lives. Still lives in Newcastle, but um. You know, they've got famous... The water up there is perfect for making bolognese. What you mean, like, the, the River Tyne is just bolognese? Yeah. Mean? That's mm-hmm. just scoops... Uh, they call it the magic stock in Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Go and get your hand in there. If you're making pasta, go and get your hand in the Tyne. Bring it back <laughs> back ham. Him. Him. Ham. Him. I'm gan him. Gan Bring him. it back him. <laughs> Bring it back here. Shove it in the pan. You'll be fucking laughing. And then you've always got to wait and boil your water for you, put loads of salt in your pasta water, you know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> he speaks like, uh, like he's in court. <laughs> really ashamed. Ashamed in court. I'm mean, just like, apologise to me behalf of the Geordie public. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Uh, I, I, I did, really let down the Geordie public. I did not mean to punch that cat. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Have you got, you got anything else to say, Matthew? I've not, no, it's a bit of a shorty, this, you know, Dan. Yeah, is it a bit shorty? Well, what? I do have I do have one more question. Oh, yes. I'll try and uh, expand on it. Yeah, okay, well. Um, do you only wash your hair once a week for environmental reasons, or do you save up the grease to cut bacon in Why it? have you been so awful to me in this episode? <laughs> well, like, it's just been really offensive. Yeah, but I, the people want to know. Well, it's a, first of all, it's a shite and vulgar question. <laughs> Second of all, I don't cook bacon. And if I did, I'd cook it with uh, semolina. The flour? No, just semolina liquid. Eh? I'd boil it in oh, semolina. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. And I wash my hair twice a day. <laughs> what? With, with purcell. What? Oh. <laughs> very, very liquid. So if this was greasy, then, you know. Yeah. No, I'm sorry if I'm offended. No, you know, it's, I'm not offended at all. Oh, okay. What, what would you do, like? Oh, what, what do you mean? Your hair is baking because it's that greasy. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. No, nice no, and no, salty no. hair. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Go Steve Bruce. Yeah, I will. So what? A pair of fairies. I'll fucking replace you. Replace you with him. Yeah. Not bothered. Whatever. At least you might say something funny. Uh-huh. Okay, then, before we fall out, shall <laughs> we conclude the episode? Yes. So. That was uh, episode eight, people. Um, the first one in the person. Um... That's all we've got to say, really. Yeah. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you like, where you come from, what you do. Yeah. What your favourite meal is. Thanks. Thanks. Goodbye. Peace and love. Peace and love. I'm warning you. Peace, peace and, love. and love. Peace, peace and, and love. love. But peace. we have too much to do. Too much to do. <laughs> peace. I, I said peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Bye. Bye. <laughs>